1999, Gwinnett County Public Library was announced as a finalist for Library Journal's Library of the Year Award, and they won the next year. And in that same year, the Collins Hill Branch opened. Welcome to Flip the Library, the Gwinnett County Public Library podcast. I'm Steve Thomas, branch manager of our Collins Hill location, which we are talking about on today's episode. And I'm Melissa Gramat, branch manager at Snellville. We're talking with a few Collins Hill branch staff members today to better get to know their branch. So we're going to start with some introductions. Um, my name is Aidan Brack, and I am a library associate at Collins Hill branch. And I'm Beth Steger. I'm library assistant. And can you tell me how long you've worked at the branch and your background with the GCPO? Um, so I started at this branch in May of 2019, this year. Um, before that, I had worked for seven years at the Lawrenceville location um, in the same position. Uh, I've been at the Collins Hill Library for seven years. I started with the system in 1995, and I've worked at um, Lawrenceville, Five Forks, uh, Norcross, Hamilton Mill, and now Collins Hill. And since I'm working here as well, I've been at Collins Hill since um, about two years now, almost almost exactly two years. So. Not the new kid on the block anymore. Not anymore. No. <laughs> Not even the new branch manager anymore. So. No. So how does Collins Hill compare to working at other branches? I think the first thing that you really notice is that there's much more space Um Obviously, we have the meeting room, which gives us a dedicated space we can use for programming. But even just around the branch, we have more areas that we can go and do a second program running at the same time as that first one. And um, that opens up a lot of opportunities. It also means that um, our customers kind of spread out across the branch and you get people who come in every day in like particular areas to, to sit in. We have the microfilm machine here um, and the newspaper archives for the system. Um, People are able to come here and do genealogy study and uh, look up items on our microfilm machines and our old newspapers. That's the Gwinnett Daily that we have. And then we have the microfilm for uh, several newspapers that date way back. And we recently got a new microfilm machine just late last year, I think we got that. And so it's, it's up to date and it can scan... Like just you can just choose selections of the newspaper that you want and just print that one specific part. So you don't have to print the whole page anymore, and it integrates into Comprise and everything. Now the old system did not; it had to have its own dedicated printer okay. next to it that people were encouraged to pay, but not usually because <laughs> they had to basically come to a staff member and say, "I want to pay for that." So it didn't always happen. Um, and yeah, no, that, that's my big my big thing too. Is most of the other branches, other than Grayson, um, that I've worked at, have been some of the mid mid to smaller branches. And so this is the one big branch that I've worked at. Again, other than Grayson was kind of big too, but this they didn't have a meeting room, so this one is the biggest I've worked at, and that it really does open up a lot of more opportunities. Like Aiden said, you could even you could probably have three programs going on at once, and they wouldn't interrupt each other because you could have one in the meeting room, one in the kids room, and one in the other opposite corner and you wouldn't affect each other, so it opens up a lot of opportunity for us, and we've taken advantage of that sometimes. <laughs> and we've even got that outside space as well, so that's another area where there's a safe, grassy area where we could do outdoor programming. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. I'd like to follow up with the genealogy. Um, is that something that you often get requests for, or how is that a regular occurrence that someone comes in for genealogy help at this branch? 
Well, the regular part of it is more calls coming into the um, customer contact center for people looking for obituaries. They'll pass those on to us, and then we look those up if, if it needs to be something that can't be found online. Because um, a lot of the old archives of that stuff are not available for free online. The newspapers realize that that's a potential cash cow for them, and they hold it into their paid archives. Um, but we have, again, we don't. We, we have current um, Gwinnett Daily Post, so we have all the way up to present. Not a microfilm. We had to keep the last ten years of the physical paper, and then we have microfilm before that. Um, but we have AJC and New York Times. Uh, New York Times up till two thousand one ish, and then AJC a couple years after that, I think. So um, there's there's lots of little paper and lots of various Gwinnett papers that have come and gone over the years. Some of them have merged, and some of them have become the Gwinnett Daily Post. Um, they have, there's been all kinds of different names of the. We have lots of those individual little papers. Um, but again, if somebody passed away in Atlanta prior to 2001 or whatever the year is, then we can look it up there um, and find it. A lot of the customers who come in, um, once they've learned how to use the microfilm reader, they're good to go from that point onwards. So the system is very intuitive. Um, we have a, a very simple filing system, and most of the materials are kept in our quiet room. But... Um, once they've learned the basics of loading the film and how to operate the machine, at that point, they're self-sufficient. So our role then is just to make sure everything gets tidied away and put in the correct places. Okay, so all um, Collins Hill staff members are trained on the microfish um, and, I guess, basic archiving principles. Yes. That's good. Yes, and sometimes people will bring in their own. It's rare, but sometimes they'll bring in their own film or their own micro. It'll do microfilm or microfiche, and they, they'll like, bring in their like own. Their military um, right. microfiche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Um, and sometimes even um, pe- people can get microfilm through um, interlibrary loan, and that, and that those get sent here, and they're, the, the customer is told to come to Collins Hill because you can't take it with you, yeah. um, but you can come to Collins Hill and do that. I did not know that, so that's good to know. Mm-hmm. And we do have occasional people coming in to do... It's not like a regular thing where people are always over there checking genealogy stuff. But, I mean, it's regular enough. I mean, the people know that it's here. Who The genealogy people, quote-unquote, <laughs> know that it's here. And we'll come use it. For other branches who are wanting to know more about Collins Hill, are there any programs or outreach opportunities that you feel are unique to the Collins Hill branch? There are quite a few that we have going on at the moment. Um, a lot of them aimed at adults. So um, we have the Southern Order of Storytellers come in, and they do a storytelling sort of, I guess it's a round table, where um, they, they tell a story and then other attendees are invited to speak as well. Um, that's once a month. We have a workshop where um, adults can write their memoirs or learn how to do that. Um, We've also recently started doing a series of guitar lesson programs where um, children and teens can bring in their guitar and they get given some basic instruction. And we have our Oculus Rift, which lives at this branch, and that lets us do a whole host of different virtual reality-based programs. And we try to do at least one of those a month just to get it out there and showing. It's usually aimed toward teens, but we'll throw it out there as all ages sometimes too. Um, to get them involved and a lot of the little kids like to get involved sometimes as well the one drawback to that with other branches who haven't used it as much is that the smaller the kid the less likely the equipment's going to fit on them and they're not going to be able to use like the hand controls because their hands are like literally just too small so um 
you have to be aware of that if you're ever requesting that um, Oculus Go that you can get through youth services. We have uh, residents from Annandale Village come in, and that's uh, adults with learning disabilities and special needs. And we do a program twice a month with them and where we kind of do a craft with them and teach them about a topic. And that's a great opportunity there. And there's about a dozen or so people that come over for that. And so that's a good opportunity for us to reach out to them and for them to get out into the community and learn some social skills as well as um, some hands-on learning as well. And we also go to a few, there's, there's a few senior living facilities right around the branch. Um, there's three right now that we're kind of targeting, and then there's a couple other ones that we could get if we could try to get in there. But um, two of them just opened recently. One's over by the Gwinnett Stripers field. There's a gigantic one that's still only halfway open right now, but we're, we're already starting to, we're trying to visit each of them kind of monthly at this point, so... We have gardening programs uh, that include the extension agent coming in and, and educating people about, you know, timely things that you do with your garden during certain times of year. Um, we have other gardening programs like uh, Randy's comes in and, and does like fairy gardens and uh, succulent gardens and that type of thing. And recently we started a program called Show of Hands, which is an um, American Sign Language Learning group. They come and meet once a month, and it's a chance, a little like Let's Talk, to practice a language skill, so that um, they'll practice conversation. And it's a chance for carers and those who want to learn that skill and build on it to, um, to come in and, and practice that. And we have uh, volunteers come from two different schools, Collins Hill High School and um, ADAPT, which is the program for students with special needs who have graduated from high school but are still transitioning um, to the adult world. And they help them learn like everyday skills of they'll go take them out to jobs and they'll learn how to do how to work a job. And they'll, one of the things they're doing is coming here and learning how to do jobs at the library. Um, so they come um, once a week and some students with special needs from Collins Hill High School also come and do that. They Mostly they're doing shelving, but every once in a while they'll do some, they'll give them a little scavenger hunt to go around the branch and find stuff as well. So it's another good opportunity to reach out to our schools and to give an opportunity for these kids. Are there any misconceptions that you would like to dispel about Collins Hill? Uh, there are a couple. I think um, there's a perception that Collins Hill branch customers are much more affluent than customers across the rest of the county. And it's certainly true that we are in a um, neighborhood that has a golf course and um, there's a lot of more expensive housing near here. But we do have customers who don't have access to any internet connections or um, materials at home. And so we serve a broad, a broad base of customers. Um, the other thing is that we have our meeting room. And I think there's an assumption that because we have a meeting room, that that means that all of our programming takes place in there. Um, it is obviously a great resource that we have, but we also like to be in the branch itself as well because then you get more people walking past and you can engage more with them. Right, especially with like our teen advisory council, we like to have that out in the branch so that as teens just happen to be walking by, they can see what these things are doing and say, hey, I want to join that too. And so it's a good thing like that. When I would say that um, people think that so many of our customers are self-sufficient and that's not always the case. We have a lot of 
customers who need our help with word processing or, or writing emails or whatever it is I need um, that day. And we get a lot of people who are walking. They're, you know, walking from their homes, and um, there's a lot of uh, sidewalks throughout this neighborhood, and, and so people are able to walk here from their homes. It's easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a benefit. That's You get nice foot traffic. Nobody coming in off the golf course, though. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever thought of a golfing program? <laughs> <laughs> we have, yes. <laughs> What's your favorite feature of the branch? Well, I'm, I am I like the open floor plan. I love the big space. I love the high ceilings and the wood beams. Um, I love the outside. Um, and I'm glad to see that we're, we're going to have some refurbishing of the, the area. Um, uh, the, a lot of the gardens have seen better days because of the, the years that have gone by. So I'm glad to see that we're getting some improvements on the outside I certainly agree about the architecture Um, at least once a month since I've started here someone has come up marveling at the high ceilings and saying how beautiful the building is Um, it's hard to believe it's 20 years old Um, for me it's probably the green space I love our big lawn outside and um, I am really excited about some of the things going on outside particularly the amphitheater that's going to be built so it's a, a really nice space to come and work in. And I guess that's my cue to talk about the outside. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we had some issues earlier on with flooding, especially around the back of the branch, because the stormwater was not getting flushed to where it needed to go. There's a retention pond in the back of the library, and for various reasons, some of the pipes, so one of the pipes got shifted, so it wasn't actually going into the... Um, retention pond and there was a sinkhole in the back of the parking lot collapsed small part of the parking lot but just a little bit not completely like there wasn't like a you could fall into the center of the earth or anything but (laughs) cracked the parking lot certainly and they had to rope it off so I think that was the impetus to really start going on this project and they realized what a big issue it was but then they also brought in the um the department of water resources and they decided to make it a much bigger project so it's not just fixing the stormwater um issue anymore um they as aiden pointed out they've we had a nice hill in the front of the library they've cut an amphitheater basically into it so there's seating there now and there's a recycled rubber walkway we will be able to walk in front of the amphitheater and walk to the round to the back of the branch and that's that recycled tire stuff that if you have little kids and you've gone to play playground that's always on all the Gwinnett playgrounds that squishy stuff that's what that is um so there's the amphitheater, there's that. There's going to be some, some some signs up educating customers about what actually all these water features are. There's various new things that will drain the water more environmentally friendly way without any chemicals or anything like that. It's all natural features. Um, one of them is like a little pond. One of them is like a stream kind of that will direct the water in the right way and has the right kind of plants and sort of a tiered dam to it that leads to the retention pond that that will filter things out as it goes through um and then also they're going to take a portion of the parking lot and turn it in and use a permeable material so that instead of when it rains all the water just you know flows off the it'll actually go down through the um parking lot and then out more appropriate in a more appropriate channel than we would want 
Um, so I think that's that'll be really great. That won't be the entire parking lot, but I think they're just testing this one spot. But it'll, the, it'll be really great to see how that works out. And the amphitheater will give us a lot of opportunities to do more programming outside. Like Aiden said, it's very beautiful. We already do things out there sometimes anyway. We'll have a big party or whatever out there and have a lot of outdoor activities. Um, or we did some science programs this summer. We went out and could do some kinds of experiments you can't do in the room necessarily. Like we had some stuff where we were talking about gravity and things, and we can actually you know throw a basketball down hard on the ground and watch <laughs> it go flying up. And you know you can't do that inside the building necessarily, but outside you can. Or things with water, or you don't want to get the branch all carpet, <laughs> all mildewy. Um, so that's that, that'll be really great to have that amphitheater out there. And um, there will also be a story walk portion of that so to encourage customers to walk around the branch and see all this new stuff that we've got so basically we had a lot of the the garden around the back of the branch used to be really beautiful it got overgrown and the walking pavers had gotten out of place because of all the flooding they would flood so badly that they would basically just float to a different position it was just muddy back there all the time it washed away a lot of the good plants back there um, so what they're going to they're, they're going to give us some new benches in the back as well. We have some benches that are back there that are original to the building, so 20 years old, just naturally wood benches over 20 years are going to um, degrade. So they're going to get us new benches for back there to make it more beautiful. We're hoping people will actually spend time back there. But the story walk will obviously encourage people to walk around the branch and follow the story around. I believe that was Meg Wilson's um, suggestion to add that into there. And they're they're adding native plants that yes. should be more sustainable yes. um, over time. They put sod out where all the other construction was because it was a big, huge mess for a long time because they had construction equipment coming in and out, but they've already sodded it all. It's getting watered and should settle in well there. But yeah, the back of the, bu- the back of the building, they took out a bunch of stuff that was overgrown and put in a new sidewalk in the back. And so it's really, it'll be really nice once everything kind of grows back in. And we've already had... Um, offers from various places to put in uh, birdhouses and stuff like that back there. We had some back there that were old and kind of falling apart and we had some we had some offers to put it up and I, I knew this project was coming so I told people not to because I didn't know what trees were still going to be there <laughs> so I didn't want birdhouses going up where they're going to get torn down. But that should be really nice as well of getting some new birds back there into native or native plants and stuff. So. Well it sounds like there will be some exciting changes coming to Collins Hill. Um, the branch is 20 years old now, so can you guys share with me what you look forward to in the next 20 years at the branch? Well, well I mean, we'll continue to grow like the rest of the library system, obviously, and continue to be more technologically advanced, of course. And at some point in the future, probably, I would assume, like open access will be here. Um, we'd like to continue doing things with the VR. That's, you know, we're... It's exciting stuff to do, but it's very early days with that technology, so I think that's going to be a lot more there. Yeah, to see where technology is going to lead us, because from the years that I started, when we had no internet, we had no classes or you know to speak of. We had paper files. You know, everything you know is going digital now, and um, that's the way of way we're going to head and and the technology is to be you know something to look forward to you know well and it's exciting to be part of a system overall that's back to being a cutting-edge library system we i mean we even started this podcast with me mentioning the library of the year award 20 years ago that we had gotten um we were a very forward-thinking library system at the time and people were looking to us for inspiration i think we're back to that now um after the economic 
crisis of 10 so years ago that it, it just couldn't keep up with that. But where I think we're back to that now where, where people are seeing us again as a forward-leading library system, and I look forward to us keep doing that. Um, and also just continue to reach out to the Collins Hill community. It's a little more one of the things, the myths sort of, I guess, about Collins Hill that's somewhat true is that we are surrounded by neighborhoods. So it's not as easy for us to get out into business communities because mostly what's around us when there is a business, it's just a retail or things like that. It's not a lot of things that we can connect with in the ways that we like to connect with businesses. We do, we do with the ones that we can, but it's not quite the same as being in the middle of like a city. You know, we're in an unincorporated Gwinnett again, surrounded by neighborhoods and golf courses and (laughs) things like that. I think for me, it's much the same sort of stuff. It's um, I'm excited to see about the opportunities that we'll have to use new technologies to teach and inspire um, our customers. Um, it would be lovely if we could um, have something along the lines of a learning lab in the future, or um, at least greater access to some of those materials. But um, for me, the things I'm really enjoying are figuring out ways to use the technology we have, like the Oculus Rift, so um, integrating it into programs that teach about social studies or um, that help people understand what this technology could do, not just that it's fun to, to play as Batman or Wonder Woman <laughs> and beat up people, but that um, actually you, know, you can use it to train um, doctors or to um, learn an actual tangible skill. Well, what if I want to be Batman? So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the 3D printer. I mean, I yeah. saw a little clip where they made a spine for a, a dog yesterday, and it's exciting to think what 3D printers are going to bring in the future. And I think, again, for something that's coming up in the next 20 years, that stuff that libraries can be on the cutting edge of is showing people this technology and teaching them about how it's going to be important in the future, as we've kind of been talking about with VR. And you bring them in with the Superman and the Batman, and then you teach them while they're here <laughs> about what else can be done with this, because gaming is fine, you know, we're, we're into recreational part of all this stuff as well, but we also want people to be learning as well. Yeah. So our final question, um, we're just going to ask you all to give us the Collins Hill pitch. Why should people visit your branch? Go. Well, as Aiden mentioned earlier, we had, have a variety of spaces, so it's 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 nice and open. Um, we have lots of opportunity here. We have lots of programs for all ages, not just certain ages and certain times of days. I mean, we we have them to where we try to cover, you know, all kinds of groups that you know have interest in the things we have to offer. So, yeah, and on those lines, we were one of the first branches to have a dedicated tween rep. So we do try and think about every age, right from when they're um, newly born and going um, all the way through their life. So we've got programs targeted at every aspect of our community. And um, we try and use our technology in innovative ways, and we try and reach out to community partners and experts to come in and present programs. And um, I think that allows us to have a very diverse offering when it comes to that. Yeah, and, and we're going to, and you, and you can come visit us to see all of our new features outside of our building because that's going to be all fun new things that we can, and we'll make sure, and we will, starting next year, once, the one, the one bad part about the timing of this is that it's, as it's going to get cold, so we're not, we don't want to plan too many programs out there, but come the spring, you're going to see a lot of programs saying outdoors, 
And then, of course, that's when it's going to start raining, but <laughs> just to throw us off. But we will be doing lots of story times and stuff outside. Thank you, everyone, for talking to us about the Collins Hill branch. I'm sure everyone has learned a lot, and maybe you'll get a few more visitors from around the system. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.